What's up, Cuzzies? And welcome to the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Coaster Cuzzies, this is where two best friends talk about theme parks, roller coasters, and gluten-free pasta. The host of today's show is me, Coaster Bro. Joining us on the show today, we have Mrs. Coaster Bro, who went on a Pennsylvania road trip with me. We hit 11 parks in 11 days, and we're going to talk about all of them. So stay tuned in and listen to that cuzzies in your ear. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. I am Coaster Bro, and I'm joined here by my wonderful wife. Hello, Brittany. How are you today? Brittany, we went on a 11-day road trip, and I thought, you know, you kind of became a miniature celebrity for um, our TikToks, and figured why not talk about the trip with you on a recording together, so we'll just run through and talk about each of our stops. We're talking about all of them? We're talking about all of them. <laughs> all of them in one episode? Yes. All right, so the goal of this trip, overall, I was excited because I visited a lot of these parks. We had a little... uh we had a couple in the middle that I'd never visited before, but these were all new to you parks, is that right? Yep. Yep. So I was excited to show you Knobles, I was excited to show you Hershey Park, I was excited to show you Kennywood, and uh, we found some gyms in between. So we'll go day by day, some days more exciting than others, and uh, review it. So what we did is on, uh, I believe it was a Thursday, I worked a half day, and then we drove all the way to... Louisville, Kentucky. How do you say Louisville? Louisville. Louisville. I think the idea is you, you hit the L. You get the first letter. You get the first letter and then like the rest of it is like you have a sock in your mouth and you're trying to say Louisville. And I think you're in. So We drove there. We arrived at about midnight, which was a little later mm-hmm. than I had hoped. <laughs> but uh, we got all checked in and we're ready for our day on Friday at Kentucky Kingdom, which was our first park. And I'd been there before, you had not, and um, I just needed one credit. I needed to ride... Kentucky Flyer? Kentucky Flyer. And I was excited because we actually had planned that originally we were like, alright, let's do the Kentucky Kingdom, be there for a couple of hours, and maybe go to Holiday World afterwards. Get your, uh, your gluten-free funnel cake, which you were pretty excited about. Top-notch. Top-notch stuff. Top-notch theme park cuisine. It is. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to point out that you are a gluten-free eater. Unfortunately, I am. Now, it's getting better, but... It's getting better? But gluten <laughs> gluten is delicious. Gluten it's is... It's just <laughs> not for me. Just not for you. So it makes eating in theme parks a little bit more difficult, depending on the park. Just a tad. Just a tad. A smidge. So to have a gluten-free funnel cake at Holiday World is going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, fast forward to Friday. We get there, and we get there at Park Open, and we are Silver Dollar City season pass holders. So, that gets us into the park for like 50% off is what it's advertised at Silver Dollar City. So, we go up to Guest Relations to redeem that, and then the employee looks at us and we say, hey, you know, we're season pass holders at Silver Dollar City. Your, your company owns that part because she was looking at me funny. She had no idea what to do. I was like, we're supposed to get discounted tickets. She said, how many do you have? Two. 
But she just gives us tickets. <laughs> She's just like, here, just get out of my face. So, um, turns out that Silver Dollar City Pass is a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. Especially when uh, other other park members don't know, uh, you know, that Silver Dollar City exists. So, that was pretty nice. So, you know, expectations for the day are, you know, let's hopefully get these three rides in. But if we don't, we only paid $10 to get in altogether just for parking. So, that was kind of nice. Um, we get ready to rope drop. We're going to go to Lightning Run first. First coaster that opens. I think the other rides open maybe even an hour later after the park. And there is lightning in the area. There's As we wait in the rope drop. Yeah. like It's raining on us. It's getting ready to. I don't think it's raining. It was sprinkling. Yeah. There was lightning alerts on your watch. Yes. It was like lightning within 10 miles. So I was like, okay, obviously we're the coaster is not going to be open. We're looking at the employee and it's like... Yeah. <laughs> they're looking at us like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're going to ride roller coasters. And they're like, it's going to rain all day. But So we, we rope drop and there's nobody at the entrance of the ride. So everybody starts walking in. I'm like, holy cow, are we actually... I mean, I knew the ride wasn't running. But I was like, okay, let's just walk up there. You know, maybe there's an off chance that it was ready before. And there's no employee to see. There's not one single employee. Like, the the panel box is open. I could have just walked in and started operating it. Foreshadowing. This is an odd theme of our trip. (laughs) Yeah, so we, we stand up there for maybe five minutes and then there's, like, an employee that comes up, and she's like, oh, uh, yeah, we're, we're closed. Uh, you guys all need to get out of here. It was bizarre. Yes. Um, it's like, where, obviously, you have a crew scheduled there. Where are they? Why is nobody stopping people from, because there's no secret. Everybody at Kentucky Kingdom goes that ride first. I, I do want to say, the staff, everybody was nice Everybody was confused. Yes. <laughs> Starting at guest relations to this moment. Even it, the parking lady was kind of confused. Confused. Just okay. <laughs> Very nice. No idea what's going on. Yes. No idea at all. So we get there and they're like, okay, well, if, if Lightning Run is closed, there's not going to be much else open. Um, I think they had their antique car ride in the carousel. And that's what every employee was like. Not everything's closed. You can ride the antique cars in the carousel. And the theater. None of those sounded interesting to us, so we decided to get a walk-in. Put a little workout on our watch. Wasn't raining. Like, there was lightning in the area, but, like, maybe a, barely a sprinkle. Mm-hmm. I think we walked over a mile mm-hmm. around the park. Mm-hmm. And after that, you know, we're getting closer to noon. And nothing's opening, nothing's opening. But you're checking, and you keep telling me there's a window. <laughs> There was. A window is coming. And I'm like, okay, a window. That's great. I don't care. We're in Louisville. I'm, I'm happy to be there. But you are certain the window is coming. You're like, this is it. And to be fair, all we needed was a window. Yeah. We wanted to get on Kentucky Flyer and maybe bonus Lightning Run Storm Chaser. Sure. One lap on each. Mm-hmm. All we needed was 30 minutes. So we get tired of walking. And the bourbon bar. Do they do a test drive on Kentucky Flyer? Do we see it go up? Yes, yeah, we like, see it so, go. So the, and this is during the like, window. You're like pointing at it. You're like looking like I told you. Like you were like, oh, it's God. Oh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes. So we, we essentially we're sitting in the bourbon bar area, and it's raining. 
now at this point, like pouring. Employees are running into the pavilion with yeah. us. Yeah, like it's it's pretty pretty heavy rain. Um, then it starts to lighten up, and we see the test run go, and I'm like, yes, it's gonna happen. Um, and then it was only just one test run of Kentucky Flyer, so it was like maintenance doing their test run, and then nothing. So it gets to about one o'clock. I had a bourbon drink. I went up and ordered another, and basically they management came up as I was ordering. I was like, he can have a drink, but we're closing the bar down. It. We have skipped a detail. It is not just raining. It's pouring. It is. The, the place starts to flood. <laughs> yeah, Employees <does. laughs> are joining us in the bourbon area for coverage. Yeah. Uh, people are walking in soaked. Yep. It, it, it Full thunderstorming. Yes, it was. Um, so, yeah, we get to the point at 1 o'clock. <laughs> they close the bar down, and then I realize, oh, they're probably having to close the bar down because they know they're going to close for the day. Looking back, I was like, oh, they probably have like a rule that has to be an hour before park close or something. Um, one forty-five, another employee comes in and says, Hey, we're closing at two. <laughs> so, so our whole day was just kind of sitting under that cover waiting for rain to, to pass through, which stinks because after two o'clock it did clear up. Like we were back at the Airbnb and, and I would say like four thirty, it was sunny again. Yeah, yeah. Which, so like they could have reopened, but I think it was just a park, you know? due to admission and then like the weather it is what it is but uh, before we left we went over and it's like okay I gotta get a mug for coffee at Coaster Bros so we get a Kentucky Kingdom mug and probably the sweetest interaction that we had or one of the sweetest Um, we're going to check out and then like there's just a bunch of retail employees who've just been bored all day and had nothing to do and they had named these stuffed animals like there was like 10 stuffed animals and they asked me to name the last one to help them find a name. Um, and it's like this bear that was covered up in pajamas. I forgot the name. What was Snuggles. Snuggles. So we decided on Snuggles. And that was kind of the last interaction. Probably the best interaction with employees there. Um, but they were very sweet and fun. Um, but yeah, that was Kentucky Kingdom. So We at- do not go to Holiday World. But don't yeah. worry. We'll probably go at the end of the trip for the gluten-free funnel cake. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm getting a stare from my wife. Um, but anyway, after that, we, we were pretty hungry because, you know, we didn't eat. We are like, ah, this might be closing soon. So we went to uh, a gluten-free eatery place that was actually very delightful. What was it called? It's called Celiacs. But, like, it's, like, celiacs, like, celiac oh. disease, but it's celiacs. So there's, like, axes for decor. Really yeah. good. Delicious. Yeah. Had a, we had a hot brown. Don't ever eat another hot brown again, but I feel like a loaf. And a hot brown is basically, it's like an open-faced sandwich with, what, turkey? Gravy? Mm, cheese. Or some sort it's of cheese, cheese sauce. And bacon. And tomato. And tomato. Hey, you know, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, it was tasty, but, like, after you eat, like, half of a hot brown, you're good for, like, five to ten years. Yeah. Um, for sure. But they were really nice, and then we like door dashed a pho, a pho place that was really good. Yeah, but they glutened me. Oh no! Yeah, so. So maybe we shouldn't recommend uh, District Six. <laughs> anyway, we went to bed early that night. We were pretty tired from the night before, anyway. So it was kind of nice to just rest in Louisville and not go immediately to another park. 
Um, that took us to Saturday, where we got to our first park. So we were going from Louisville um, and trying to get as far east as possible without being Dutch Wonderland. So this was another big driving day. Uh, we timed it where we would hit Camden Park in West Virginia at open. So we get there. Uh, we had pre-purchased our tickets, which this is the only place in, in America I can think of where you buy a ticket online, but you still have to print out the ticket or else it's not valid. So we walk up and it looks like all of West Virginia is there, but then you quickly find out, oh, this is just an entire church group. And they're all just like lined up against the fence, getting ready to come in. And so, picnic. And picnic. Yeah, they all had coolers, which is really neat. Uh, and then we're the two out-of-towners that are like, we have tickets. It's also raining. Like, they're it excited is <laughs> to picnic in the rain. Yeah. It was, I was honestly a little worried we wouldn't get things in. Um, but they let us in like 10 minutes early. Um, we were the first people in the park. And I think that would even include employees. Absolutely. <laughs> we walk in and we're like, oh my God, there is nothing to do. Like, we walk up to all the rides and no operators are in sight. No maintenance men are doing checks. It is a deserted park for a second. Like 20 to 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. We're just waiting for stuff to open. Mm-hmm. And kind of praying that we beat the rain too. Mm-hmm. So eventually we're standing around. Some more people coming into the park. And then somebody run. Some more people are the employees. Oh yeah. The they, employees they, they, they like parade come into in. the park. <laughs> they like parade in at like 10, 15 after. And are unbothered by us. No. Nobody's like, what are you guys doing in here? Nope. They're just... Nope. They're just, their spots. Yeah, we're just clocking in for the day. It was very bizarre because they, they walked in together too. So there's, there had to be like a morning meeting or something. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, just no, no sense of urgency really. Mm-mm. But eventually there's these kids that come in and then they run up to Big Dipper. And I'm like, oh God, are they actually open? And then like they start running the ride. So it's like, oh, we should just been waiting, I guess, up there. But um we go up, they sit in the back, and we get front row seats on the Big Dipper. Which, this wooden roller coaster, I was a little bit scared to ride. Because it looks like it's falling apart. Like, before I got on, you you literally said, I don't think I'm going to ride anything here. It's in disarray. It looks like there's like, it's the kind of paint peeling where the paint is still attached. And you can see it falling off <laughs> like in like shreds yeah. off the ride. And you're like... Oh, that's abandoned. Yes. That's that's not a, taken care of. But it is. It is. And we got on the ride and we were in the front row and it was, I would say, butter smooth. I would say smooth. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're trying to talk about like elite coasters, this isn't going to be an elite coaster. No. But I was very surprised by it. Um, it kind of runs more like a family wooden style coaster. Um, there's a really nice tunnel. There's maybe one big drop, and the rest of it is kind of meandering, I would even say. But it was a very good surprise. and um, It was fun. Yeah, enough to be like, hey, you should go ride Big Dipper, because it's, it's pretty good. And anything with handbrakes is fun. Yeah, they have a classic operator with the handbrakes, which is really neat. I think it's an ace historic landmark. Um, one thing that's unique about this trip is um, we posted a TikTok about Camden Park, and it blew up. Like, we doubled probably doubled, tripled our followers just off that one video. Um, And the people of Camden Park (laughs) showed up. And one thing that's interesting about the people of West Virginia, and there's a name for it, it is called um, Appalachian 
what would you call it? They, they, Morbidity. It's it's like they're they're yeah. obsessed with death. It's it's real. Um, like to call everything dangerous. Um, so like I've never actually seen a park personify the locals as well as Camden Park does for West Virginians. Um, like they're proud that it's not painted. They're proud that like they might fall out. That an operator has to stop a rolling coaster by using their body. Yes, proud. <laughs> and it's it's hilarious um and and it's even funny too because there's like you can tell uh, if you like go through our tiktok there at Camden park and just kind of read the comments a lot of people are like that, that roller coaster is over 100 years old and then i looked it up and it's like it's 62 <laughs> it's like it's not that old you just haven't painted it and everybody just believes that it's over 100 which is very funny to me but um anyway big dipper great ride and then we went right across the midway there, if you call it a midway. Um, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Um, there's like a power pole just in the middle of the midway, which is pretty funny. Um, to the Haunted House. Um, this is a classic dark ride that a lot of people consider a roller coaster, a lot of people don't. I'm on the side of that thing runs like a roller coaster. It has a lift hill, it's powered by gravity, there's a hill that goes upward, and like the second part of that ride feels like a wild mouse yes. almost. Um, employees were very fun there, though. Uh, the guy that was loading us was like, "You guys know the rules, right? Keep your hands inside." And then he said something along the lines of, "Don't get out. If you get out, like, mm, I've seen what's in there." The accents are thick. Yeah. I'm so the thickest accents of the trip, which blew my mind. Um, very nice. Very nice. Not really knowing what was being said. Yes. Um, I lived in the deep south of Atlanta for a long time, and I would say the West Virginian accent is thicker than, like, the southern Georgia accents, <laughs> which I, I didn't really expect, but um, but it was very cute. He's just like, don't go in there. I've been in there. Mm, make sure you follow the rules. And then, um, actually, I guess I didn't follow the rules because I had my, like, elbow just barely sitting outside of the cart, and on one of the swings... <laughs> Of the, like, wild mouse turn. My arm pinched between the wall. <laughs> like, I had a I had a mark on my arm. I was like, oh my god, that, that actually happened. Um, and then at the end of the ride, the, the brake man is a guy just putting his hands out and standing in front of the train <laughs> and stopping you. It's amazing. <laughs> this would not fly at any other park outside of West Virginia. And um, uh, character-wise, I, I mean... It's pretty fantastic. I am so glad I've been on a ride where a human body is the brake. Yes. That's... And he's just like kind of standing there waiting for the train. He kind of memorized how it sounds and... That's his job. His job is to put his body on the line for you. And happy to do it. Yeah. Real nice guy. That's his day to day. Yeah. They just kind of put somebody that looks like they can chop wood there Mm -hmm. and he just a little bit older but still stops you. Um, Yeah. That was fun. That was a really fun experience. Mm-hmm. And then we went over to the SPF spinner, but it didn't look like it was running. I think it might have been because it was raining and there's like a tire drive system. So that didn't open for the hour we were at the park. So we skipped that. And then Lil Dipper is another is a family-style wooden coaster that is incredibly unique to the park. The, the trains are just like... They look like full-size kid trains, but there's only one row. So every... I, I was realizing this the other day. 
every seat is a wheel seat. You're sitting on the wheel. Um, <laughs> so it was a little bit more rough than I expected. Not like terribly rough, but it was a really fun, fun little ride with a unique layout and very unique looking ride. So got that credit in. After that, it was probably, what, 11.45? It began to pour. Yes. We kind of walked around a little bit to see if we wanted to ride anything. It's like, mm. We took 30 steps to the gift shop, and we went out. Like, <laughs> little like, did you know, I was no, looking at other no, rides. There's no meandering at this park. It yeah. is. Uh, it's very small. Yeah. It's a very small park. Um, and we're like, oh, I want to get, I'm going to go to the gift shop. I want to get something before we leave. The gift shop wasn't open yet. We but kind of stood the there. manager saw you standing outside. The same manager who let us in 10 minutes early uh-huh. saw you standing outside. And then all of a sudden he's rushing over with his keys. Yes. Like here comes a sale. Like here's an employee. <laughs> somebody's waiting. And they open it up. And yeah, I go in and buy a stuffed clown. Long story short. And then it starts to pour. And it was fine because we wrote everything. Um, we weren't trying to get wet because we still had to drive all the way to Hershey that day. And, um, Weirdly the same pace in the park, though. Like, it didn't look hurried or busy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was still people walking in with picnic baskets, now just wet. Yeah. They were like, oh, I was going to get wet today. Mm-hmm. Wet day in West Virginia. Um, but, yeah, it was a great experience. Um, we documented it on our TikTok, so if you haven't seen it yet, go check that out. Um, but I would say, I, I don't know how you feel about the park, Brittany. Um, I would not say it's a destination park, but I would say if you're doing a road trip... That includes maybe southern Ohio or um, western Pennsylvania or even Louisville. I think it's worth adding to, to stop in and see. It's a little bit of a drive from every direction. But I think prioritize that because it's just so unique. It's such a unique park. you got two good woodies there. You've got a haunted house style attraction where a man stops you. It's an experience to go to Camden. It's an experience. Yeah. So... We hop in the car. It's a long drive. Um, we did stop and eat at a place called... The Market. The Market. But it was it was a cool little restaurant because it was like a, an area that you go into and there was multiple restaurants. You kind of pick what you want and then eat. So um, After that, we headed over, to, drove through Maryland. Which you tacked on. At no point did you tell me we're going to Maryland. You said we were going to Hershey. And then day of in-car driving, you're like... What about Maryland? <laughs> yeah, I did kind of pop that on. There was a credit there I needed to get. Uh, I, there, there was I, two. But. I'm aware. <laughs> so yeah, we go. We go. There's two. Yeah, I didn't get the other one. There's like a kitty coaster. I you had the other two. I had the other one. So there's three roller coasters here. They have the. Wait, wait, wait. Well, this is Adventure Town. Adventure Park USA, Ugh. which is pretty close to like Frederick, Maryland. Um, it's like an FEC and, and the reason I wanted to go so bad is because I used to take work trips out here and I would go in the winter and we would always pass this and the rides would be closed. I was like, I got to ride it one day. Um, but they have an old wildcat roller coaster there that I needed the credit for. They have a kitty coaster and then, um, uh, an old, a ride from old town that I'd already ridden. It's like a hurricane style attraction. Still the same weird paint job of, uh, half red half purple and they didn't change it when they moved it so it's like really you you put in a new attraction and you can't you can't paint it one or the other so that was kind of funny but we show up and it had been raining there but we pull up and we see the wildcat running 
and we go in to figure out where we get tickets at because it wasn't really obvious. We go to the games girl and we're like, hey, we were wanting to ride the roller coasters. And she said, oh, they're all closed. It's been raining. I knew she was wrong because I saw people on the ride. So we went, made sure it was right, make sure it was running, and then we talked to somebody else who said that the Wildcat was running, which was one roller coaster. Um, thankfully, it was the one that I had not ridden before. So we went and got in line, and there was a one-train operation with a four-car situation. Not great. <laughs> um, and we were at a, an FEC on a Saturday night, so um, the people there were like big birthday parties and kids and like... A wedding. It was a wedding? Mm-hmm. Oh. So they were all like... It was a... It, oh it was a gosh. mess. It was... There's Camden a- Park, miles above <laughs> this. Let me tell you, go to Camden Park before you go to this adventure yeah, park, park USA. USA. I agree. Oh my God. Yeah. But we got in line and it was like... There was a couple of groups in front of us, maybe five, but like one group just kept getting bigger and then smaller because like kid would want adult to ride. Adults like, oh, let me get in line. And then like kid would leave because they were pissed at the parents. Let's paint a picture. <laughs> Twelve children yeah. in and out screaming at each other. Parents being like, oh, you want me to ride with you? Oh, you want me to ride with you? I, I need to ride with them. I need to ride with them. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. But over and over and, then- and over. In and out, in and out, up and down, back and forth, yelling over us, yelling behind us. Mm-hmm. This train could not move slower. <laughs> this guy is working one on one. We wait. The guy was working hard. He was, oh, he was, he was doing just fine. trying the employee to was sort fine. the chaos. He just was alone with mm-hmm. chaos and parents and kids. We were lying maybe 10 feet. Like it wasn't like a crazy wait in no. a normal world. No, it wouldn't be. This hellscape, how long were we in line? 25 minutes? Probably. It was awful for a wait that at any other park that was operating maybe three wildcat trains which would be like the minimum we go to hershey park on this trip this is the worst wait yeah this is the most painful (laughs) worst wait of the entire trip it is i remember a dad cutting me in line yes and saying oh that's okay like they were gonna ride by themselves anyway the two two girls and it's like motherfucker we are two we would have rode with them like you're cutting us but mm-hmm. we just let it happen because like oh. but, but pointy, pointy, constant. Turn, take a picture. Turn, take a picture. Turn. Uh-huh. It's chaos. Yes. So if I go back, I don't know that it was worth the credit. Um, the ride is good. The ride is good. Yeah, it's a it's a Schwarzkopf Wildcat, which is um, consistently a good ride. Uh, but man, we were ready to run out of there. <laughs> So we got out of there, and then we went all the way to Hershey, um, where we found an Airbnb there, um, which is going to be within walking distance to Hershey, Hmm. kind of. We find out later. It's a little longer than they um, advertised. But it was a cool little spot. It was uh, on top of like an Italian restaurant across from like the Starbucks and Permani Brothers um, on that main strip at Hershey. So um, we had looked at staying in a hotel. Um, on site, but that was very expensive. This Airbnb was much more affordable. Um, and it wasn't a great Airbnb, but the location was about as good as you can get in Hershey, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty exciting. Um, so we woke up the next day, and you and I are a season pass holder at this next park now. Dutch Wonderland. And before you ask, why the hell are you a season pass holder at Dutch Wonderland? You live in Kansas City. You are not a child. Uh, all the above. 
what had happened, so in 2020, um, I won the In The Loop Fantasy Football League. And basically, they what happens is whoever wins the league gets some money that they can use to like enhance their day at a theme park and make a video about it. So I'm in the process of making this video of the value of a Dutch Wonderland pass because it gets you into, if you get the platinum version, gets you into Dutch Wonderland, got us into Idlewild, gets us into Kennywood, gets us into Adventureland later. Um, so pretty awesome. Um, so that's why we are Dutch Wonderland season pass holders. So we get to the park and we get there, ride it open, get our passes. Staff's really nice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is Palace, right? Palace Entertainment. Every yes. Palace Park we went to, great staff. It's true. Every one of them. Kind. Even when things weren't going well or we were confused or there was opportunities to be snide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah. Great. Nah, they were all Fun. good. And uh, first impression, kind of walking into Dutch Wonderland, very cute, very pretty. I love it. Everything's well painted. Like the, you can tell Palace Entertainment's kind of been taking care of this park a little bit. Um, Without losing what the park was, because you said yeah. it was independent before. Yeah, at and one point, and then Hershey owned it for a little while, and it, its theme is there. It's just great. I love Dutch Wonderland. Yeah, because when you think of like a Darien Lake, who's been owned by multiple places, Whew. it is lost. It's a Frankenstein park. <laughs> yes, and this did not fall um, into that category, which was nice mm-hmm. to see. Um, so we rope drop Merlin's Mayhem, which was the SNS um, inverted family coaster. So fun. Yeah, it was a really good ride. Um, you know, some people complained about a little bit of a rattle. I didn't really feel it. Um, we were in row two. We got assigned. Well, we got assigned row one, but there was like a mom and her kid that really wanted the first row. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll trade you. Come on up." Um, so we got in and great experience, great ride. There's like tunnels. There's it's fast. It, it feels like a Vacoma, honestly, um, with maybe a little bit more of a rattle, but it was it you're was not. You're looking rough. for a dragon. There's a story. You're trying to find a dragon. You're chasing them. The theme it's was great. Delightful. And like when you get off of the ride it, uh, <laughs> to get your bag, they even have a little video. Um, and I forgot kind of what it did, but it was very themed and like. You find hey, the dragon. You found the dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what it is. You found the dragon. Congratulations. Blah, blah, blah. It was but really good. on the video, it mm-hmm. is surrounded by like an entertainment center that you would buy for your home. Yes. And then it's like filled with just dragon merchandise that, that does not go with Dutch Wonderland. Like it's like a true, like it's kids books that have dragons in them. Yeah, like dragon, dragon eats tacos. Is that what it's called? Dragon or? loves tacos. So it's just like <laughs> dragon merch unrelated. Yes. In this entertainment system around a... Uh, roller coaster exit, which is kind of, it's just bizarre. Like you've, yeah. I've never gotten off a roller coaster into a living room before. Yes, and <laughs> you can tell they really thought out, like, it's budgeted, but what they've done with their budget and just kind of some creative opportunities, like, you, nobody themes their loose article bin. It's cute. Yeah, it was great. So, that was a great start to the day, and then we went over to Joust, where I rode the kitty coaster, got the credit, you filmed... <laughs> Sure did. <laughs> um, that was fun little chance uh, kitty coaster, which is uh, pretty good. And then I think our favorite roller coaster of this park was the family wooden coaster named Kingdom Coaster. Kingdom Coaster, painted purple and blue. It's awesome. 
Yeah. I love it. I was actually surprised by it. I mean, you and I, we love the family-style wooden roller coaster to begin with. This one has, like, a custom layout. It's not, like, the figure-eight style that you usually see um, on, like, most family coasters. It was good. If you give me, like, a clickety and a tree rideable, mm-hmm. oh, that's my sweet spot. Yes, we rode this two or three times. Mm-hmm. I think twice, but okay. back-to-back. Like, yeah. got off, got immediately back on. One of the few rides we re-rode, and um, it was definitely worth it. Really good ride. Um, I would even say Dutch Wonderland, like, there's three coasters there, but... You know, two of them are, are really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're uh, not. They're not great. They're not like thrilling. That's not yeah. the word. It's just fun. Yeah. And um, you know, with a steep admission price, it might be hard to justify uh, if you're going just for coasters and leaving. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to enjoy the park, or you kind of pair it up with some of the other parks in Pennsylvania, getting a season pass it makes sense. So I was really happy we visited. A um, couple other rides that we also, because you can't just go here and then leave, because they have so many other cute rides that are like more transportation based. Like I would say, if you love transportation rides, getting in a vehicle and just moving um, at a leisurely pace, this place is the king of it. Um, so we went over and rode Dragon's Lair, which we call Popeyes the ride, because most of the ride you're just in a lake and you get this really good view of Popeyes across the street. <laughs> you're just kind of meandering in this lake and then eventually you go into a dragon's lair it's it's almost a pointless ride and that's what makes it great um but yeah i think i think you have to ride dragon's lair prioritize that if you go here um just fun to fun to ride and then we rode the sky ride which is great it went like through uh, merlin's mayhem so that was cool and uh, take you all the way to the back of the park. And then we went and explored... Um, Dinosaur Exploration Island. Exploration Island. Yeah. That's what it was called. Which was the tiniest oh, it's dinosaurs adorable. alive of all time. It's, so it's literally a sidewalk that dead ends out and back. Like You can see the end yes. when you approach it. Yeah. I thought cute. it was much deeper. I thought it was much bigger. Mm-hmm. No, it's tiny. Um, but they got like pterodactyls and then like the outside is just like very... Like, you think Maybe about some 60 of the, meters? Yeah. You think about... <laughs> Some of the smaller dinosaurs you see in a Dinosaurs Alive, that was kind of the extent of it. Mm-hmm. But it's free. And, uh, you know, as with it, As it should be. Yes. It should not be an upcharge. Um, but it was it, it's fun to walk through one of those, especially if you don't have to pay for it. So um, After that, we kind of deuced on the park. We loved it. I think the thing about children's parks, you, we were talking on the drive home, and you said, like, I think you love children's parks. And I think what Dutch Wonderland like talking about it now is there are so there's so much like the transportation rides but there's also great shows oh. there were shows all over we didn't watch a show we kind of did from the sky ride well but there they was, were incredible was, yeah but there were two shows going on mm-hmm. on the sky ride there's a diving show that's really popular I mean the stadium was filled and and it was good yeah like, we saw like a good chunk of it I think because it is a kids park, they do such a good job of taking care of kids uh-huh. that there is a real sense of joy in the park. Yes, throughout it, and they're so. Ha- there was a kid who cheered a pretzel statue. There was like a photo <laughs> op to yes. take a picture with like the Dutch Wonderland pretzel, and a kid. I, I heard him. He was like, oh, "A pretzel!" Like just ecstatic. Just and I think that sense of joy at a park is so warm. 
and that's I think Dutch Wonderland like it is worth going to by like yes. it's even yes it's a, it's a children's park but it is delightful and it's a park that you can go and you can you can relax absolutely like they they, they kind of put all this entertain there was entertainment going on the whole time you were there whether it's characters a show um but yeah it was just so good they even have like a little water park that's like mostly splash pad bays for kids like it was just so kid focused but still enjoyable for adults i'd say uh inclusivity was mm. also very prominent at this park in staffing but also accessibility yeah. and um it was just very warm yeah yeah there's I could see us going back to Dutch Wonderland one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of doing like two days at Hershey, just somehow doing Dutch Wonderland again. Like it, it was that good of a park. I liked it. And then uh, we left around lunchtime, and um, theme of the trip was the Jersey Mike's. <laughs> so we had some time to kill in between. Uh, we, had a, we had to get back to Hershey because it's about 45 minutes away. We had a reservation at the Chocolatier, and we were going to do the preview plan um, and go to Hershey Park the next day. So we had some time to kill, so we, we hit up the Tanger Outlets. Kind of enjoyed, because that's right across the street, which gives you something to do after Dutch Wonderland. Um, and that was fun. And then we went back and relaxed at the B&B for a little bit. And then from our Airbnb, it, it advertised a .8 mile walk. Sure did. It was definitely a 1.2 mile walk from our Airbnb to the front. I was just excited to save 25 bucks. At 3.30 on a July afternoon. (laughs) It was a little hot. No shade. Yeah. No shade at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. 25 minute just walk. I will say there is a really good sidewalk there. Especially when it's shaded, but it was not shaded at that time. The sun was hitting us. The Only whole time. this one. We we, we pilgrimage yeah. four times. We do. But this yes. first one, it was hot. sterner stuff was made. It's. But you get great views of Hershey Park. Like if you're going from downtown Hershey or the main street of Hershey to the park, um, if you're trying to get footage of the roller coasters. Someone did stop and ask us if we were lost. Yes. Like, I do want to throw <laughs> that out there. Like we look random walking yeah. to this park. Yeah, somebody rolled down the window. Are you guys lost or are you just like watching? We're like, oh yeah, we're just watching. <laughs> uh, anyway, we made the walk over there and... And you said it's because they moved the gate. Yeah, well, with Candemonium, I think it expanded the walk. Yeah. So... It was worth it. It's worth mm-hmm. it. It's just that first pass was like... Yeah. Oh. Like if you're going to go and visit twice, we would have paid $50 on parking. Yeah, not worth it. It was worth the walk. So we... I mean, it's... Almost two and a half miles of walking, what we did. No, it was. Exactly, it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mine. Which and, was nice. I mean, we like to walk, so. We had done Dutch... We First off, we've been marathoning <laughs> parks. We had done Dutch Wonderland. Then we did the whole Tinger Outlets. We walked all of them. Then we walked to Hershey Park. Then we walked back. Like, that day, I think I got 30,000 steps that day. Oh, it was, my God. It was incredible. That's crazy. <laughs> So we timed it. Uh, the walk took a little bit longer than we thought. I didn't time it very well. But I was like, all right, let's go to Chocolate World. And let's ride the dark ride before our reservation. And we realized we were cutting it pretty close. Um, oh, my God. I was stressed I, out. I stressed you out. The ride was good, though. But we'll talk about it on the next the next ride we go over. Sure. Because that's when you really soaked it in, I think. Yeah. If I'm on a ride and I'm looking down and we've got seven minutes to, to get, get to our, our restaurant, <laughs> I'm around like, this long dark ride, I'm not. I'm not delightful. Yeah, 
you were delightful, but uh, not inside. <laughs> anyway, uh, one of my most anticipated meals of the trip was to go check out the Chocolatier, and at the time I was like, ah, oh, time this perfect. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go in eat, and then we'll go into the park for the last two hours of the day with the preview plan because Hershey Park, every ticket you get, you get to come in two hours early the day before. So, um, I was excited for that. But we go in, and I get I get a few drinks. Um, one thing that's kind of like, I would say a downside about this restaurant is the gluten-free options were not great. For a park that is so good, so gluten-friendly, that you'll find out here in a little bit, that restaurant itself was not. Because you had to get what, like a salad? Basically? I did. I did get a basic chicken Caesar salad without croutons. So I, I realize that's a basic order, but that's kind of what my kind of like all you can eat choices were. But um, I was in paradise. I had <laughs> I had a Reese's Old Fashioned, which was probably my favorite bourbon drink I've ever had. Um, they have like a, a miniature Reese's in it, and it. What I like about this. Um, this restaurant is they infuse chocolate into a lot of their dishes but it's not like overpowering like if you get a Reese's chicken sandwich it's not like you're eating a chicken sandwich with a Reese's on it they've somehow put like a light sauce on there with a hint of chocolate and maybe peanut butter and um, it was really good so I had that old-fashioned and then I ordered another drink I think it was it was named after lightning racer um, so it was like a moonshine drink that was also good so I'd recommend both of those um, then I got the chicken sandwich that was like a Reese's chicken sandwich and kind of like I mentioned before it was a really good really high quality sandwich you have that hint of like Reese's taste in there but you don't walk away with chocolate in your mouth um, which is kind of what you worry about at this at this restaurant and then we got a dessert where it was very much like oh we're going to leave a chocolate in our mouth because it was gluten free it was and that's where I was actually like I think chocolatier is worth it because mm-hmm. then it was like I didn't have to eat a heavy meal because I had a heavy Dessert. Dessert. It was the Reese's Take Five cake. Oh, I have never had a sugar rush quite like it. We didn't finish it. No. But it is sugar. And that was very, yeah, very chocolatey, very sugary. Peanut buttery, tasty. It was good. It was good, but after two bites, three, it's like, I'm okay. You could honestly split that with like four people. Five? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not finish it. Yeah, true. it's extremely it's delicious and flavorful and I would get it again. Yeah, I would love the opportunity to like share it or be able to take it home. Yeah, because rich. Right, and uh, one thing we did not do at the park uh, they had that famous appetizer on the Ferris wheel. Um, not very gluten friendly. Everything's fried and like yeah. <laughs> so so like I'm not gonna get that and just house the Ferris wheel by myself. <laughs> Um, especially when it's like chicken tenders and pretzels. It's like, mm, I'd rather have a, a good meal. So, But yeah, it was a great meal. And um, it, it was so good that we had such a sugar rush. And uh, I had had a few drinks. We were like... And, and it was very busy because it was a Sunday night. And the park was dumping. Like people were leaving the park. And it was very busy in the stores and everything. That store should be bigger. I did not realize you have to force exit into that store. Yeah. And with Chocolate Tear and that being the force exit. It's a busy. It's sardined. It it felt like a beehive. Yes. 
like there's so many people leaving and people trying to shop and people waiting because of their reservation. Um, yeah, I would say that would be my complaint because that new front entrance is beautiful. That store should be bigger. That store is beautiful. It's and a I great think, store, too. I think because it like invokes it like Disney themes mm-hmm. is why it feels also so cramped. Because I think of Disney stores, like they're so tall and spaced yeah. that even though they're busy, it's not... This was like a whole other level of yeah. busy. Yeah, it was... Yeah. But we did get some uh, good merchandise out of oh, it. Oh, the best. Um, I'm not going to go over everything I bought at Hershey Park because it was a lot. <laughs> and there's a uh, TikTok. There's a Instagram. TikTok. TikTok and Instagram, I did like an unboxing of everything I got on the trip, so go check it out there. Um, but yeah, we, we could have went in and maybe rode Chocolatier, but we made the, the conscious decision. Um, you know, we're saving $50 on parking. Well, we could have gone and rode Candemonium. Candemonium, maybe. Yeah. Um, but we just made the decision like, you know what, this is probably the only park that we might run into lines. Let's just, even though it's going to be a Monday, let's get the fast track system. Went home and bought it for the next day, and uh, went home and relaxed <laughs> after our, you know, 1.2 mile walk back to our Airbnb. Carrying merch. <laughs> Carrying merchandise this time. Yeah, that was it. Was all right. It was um, fine. It was in this this time. It was shaded, but we were you know bloated and. Yeah. Hershey parked. Hershey parked. <laughs> Should have rushed. Um, anyway, it was a great day. Um, I really enjoyed the restaurant and everything. So it was a really good day. I liked that day. Yeah, and uh, another great day was the following Monday. So um, this was our Hershey Park day, and this was definitely our biggest park day of the trip. Like we were gonna almost open to close this thing and go for it. And one thing we did not want to do is wait in line. We got our fast track. So a um, little bit of a blip at the beginning when we bought our fast track. Um, Went to guest relations and redeemed it. And then they gave us... One of our wristbands was correct, but then they gave us somebody else's. Mm -hmm. And then we realized it, so we had to go back in line and get it all changed up. And then when we put on the wristband... We... I accidentally peeled off the wrong side of the wristband, which was the RFID of my wife's wristband. Uh Uh-huh. That's sensors, if you don't know. So we had it on, and... And it was a little confusing because there was an app, and I thought you had to use the app to 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 use the fast track. So there was a little bit of a learning curve there. But we we went to Fahrenheit first and used it, and our scan did not work. Um, Luckily, I mean there was like there's like an international employee that was there, and she's like, "Uh, "It's not scanning. I can't let you in." Like no like problem solving happening or anything. But the girls in front of us had like a, a disability pass, and they're like, "Well, we can have." up to five on our pass do you want to just join us and i was like yeah let's join them <laughs> and then we'll go to guest relations and get it fixed and then so we rode fahrenheit um a ride i used to think was fantastic but after riding it i don't i don't know that i put that in an elite category anymore it was just very loopy very not a lot of great sensations good little pop of air but i was a little disappointed by fahrenheit i don't know if you felt the same way i felt like it was very mid Oh, that was hip. <laughs> Thank you. That was a hip word. I, uh... Very mid. Not bad. Not yeah. great. Just fine. And I think there was also maybe some anxiety from our parts of, like, our wristband just isn't freaking working. This Again. is our third time going to a window. Um, but there was an in-park guest relations with no line. Yep. So I went up there, and the the girl there was... I wish I had caught her name. She was 
fantastic. Um, she replaced our wristbands and kind of educated us a little bit more about the program. And we went to the next ride, and it worked fantastic. Rest so. of the day. Yep, rest of the day. So once that was off our back, I think our day really started to uptick. And, like, like okay, we're rolling. But um, really wish, you know, because those fast tracks were about 120 a person. So it's like, mm, No regrets. No regrets. But also, like, really wish that could have been seamless for the money we paid for it, you know? Yes. You kind of expect it. The interaction with that third person. Yeah, the guest recovery there was pretty fantastic. I felt recovered. Like, I felt like... Yeah, the sense of relief was gone. Or the sense of relief kicked in. Mm -hmm. So, uh, next stop, we went over to Laugh Track, which... um, This is one that the merge point wasn't very close, so we still had a a pretty long wait, but we also skipped, like, half the line. Mm -hmm. Um, So... That's one I recommend if you do the, even if you do the fast track, like, go hit this early because, like, maybe you can beat that. I don't know. But um, this ride actually surprised me. It's a a Maurer spinning coaster, and I knew there was going to be cardboard cutouts themes and that sort of thing. Um, I thought they actually did really well with the theming inside of that. It was goofy um, and good. Yep. Yeah. So then we went over to Lightning Racer and rode the dueling slash racing GCI and used to be one of my favorite GCIs that is no longer <laughs> uh, visuals were fantastic and I don't mind the pace of the ride some people say it runs too slow um, I think if you smooth that out that's an elite GCI still mm-hmm. but it's just it's just too rough right now um, it's one candidate that I would like to actually see have the Titan track because um, Wildcat actually is the other one roller coaster that we skipped um, it is terrible rough from our last vi- my last visit there and I wasn't about to be like hey let's go ride this rough piece of garbage um, before it gets RMC'd or whatever it's going to happen but I would love to see Wildcat RMC'd and then um, Lightning Racer get like the the GCI topper track just make it smooth because I think that, that ride is important to the park and visually is so good and like I don't think you rip that down no, it's my. It was my first dueling coaster. I've yeah. never been on one before. Nice. Now, if that was butter smooth, do you think it would have been one of your favorite coasters? Yes. Yeah. I also like the pace because you could actually take in what's happening and see. Yeah. Because you're not so, you're not going so fast. And yeah. So that's and true. then and it, it and it allows for like interactions between the other. Yeah, that's um, true. Coaster, which makes it really. I think it makes it really fun. It makes the pacing makes sense to me too. Yeah. But it is not smooth. Yeah, it needs to be really looked at, I think. <laughs> All right, and what do we do after that? I gotta check. I gotta check the notes. I think we went to lunch. No. Oh, we no, were no, on our way to lunch, and I was like, "Hey, let's do Storm Runner because you aren't want to do that after lunch." Mm. Um, Storm Runner is people would say it's like the top one of the top three coasters in the park. This is another coaster. The more I ride it, the less I like it. Um, I don't think you. Really, but you liked it. I liked it. I did not. Yeah. I was. I didn't not like it. That's that's too harsh. The, the, I didn't get it. I guess that's how I still feel. I don't get it. Yeah. The launch is good. Sure. The inversions, like the dive loop. Like, I don't know if I need to do a dive loop on that. Like I think it's too inversion based, for such a short ride. I don't get it. Yeah. What don't you get about it? Is it just short and 
you said it's top bill dragster right like it's very similar it, it's the same style yeah i don't get it yeah i don't i don't I don't think it's fun to be launched into the air and then, like, helicoptered, like, a helicopter seat down. Like, <laughs> like I mean, at least that theme makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's I just don't get it. I would consider it a good ride, not great. Would you even say it's good? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's... It's not bad good. I don't really know. You just didn't like it. No. I yeah. did not like it. That's fair. Well, after that, we went and smelled the tunnel of the Jolly Rancher mm-hmm. remix, which was very Because you fun. refused to ride the boomerang, and I wanted to smell the Jolly Rancher, so I just stood outside the gate like a sad, <laughs> just tried to smell it. Hey, it's better than getting your, like, you know, nauseated. Hey, everyone on the TikTok says they smoothed it out, and we missed out. Oh, okay. It's still a boomerang. <laughs> I, I, I don't With know. a green apple smell. <laughs> I don't know. A boomerang is a boomerang to me, no matter how smooth it is. The smell is delicious. The smell is good. The smell is Jolly Rancher-ish. And I do applaud the park for taking such a ugly coaster and freshing mm-hmm. it up. And, and one thing that Hershey Park's finally figuring out, I don't know how it takes like you know decades to figure this out, but you have this beautiful IP, use it. So it was good to see like a little Jolly Rancher section of the park. I thought it was really well done. And there was a Jolly Rancher character outside of it for yep. a little bit. And the colors look good. And the smell is good. Like, it's... I think it's the... I mean, it's got to be the best boomerang, right? Like, it's... Yeah. They they made it into something. Yes. And a dead corner of the park, too. So, it is good to see. So, immediately after that, we went over to... Lunch. The Gluten-Free Paradise. Um, I do want to point out, I, I was not expecting Hershey Park to be so friendly with gluten allergies. And... Um, Brittany, would you say this is your favorite um, eating park from your st- your point of view? Yes. Nice. It's delicious. We go to the outpost. They have so many options. And they have options that are not common. Yeah. Like, and so for me, like, there were soft pretzel bites. And I have not found soft pretzels anywhere. And so I was very excited to eat those. And I got, <laughs> I got regular chicken strips. But I think... So with the ticket came uh, with right. what came with a meal, right? Yeah. So they and were running like a little a little deal that like the ticket price was the same as it has been, but you get a free meal voucher. And I was fully expected because this is kind of how it goes. You know, you want the sandwich, you want gluten free bread. It's an upcharge. Mm-hmm. You want this, it's an upcharge, and it's. I don't know. The more I think about it, the more it's not fair. But I was kind of ready. I for, also agree with that. But... I, I I if I eat it, it makes me sick. Like it's whatever, but. Yeah. So I was very ready to go to this outpost and be like, okay, nope, with the with even with the meal deal, the meal being an allergy friendly meal, I got the chicken strips and a bag of chips and a bottle of water, yeah, as my free meal, yes, and it was delicious, yeah. And while I was there, I I participated in the gluten free activities as uh, I love to support my wife and, and eat the same thing she's eaten. Um, I got a gluten free wrap that. It was like a Southwest wrap, and it was so good. It was really good. It looked yeah. pretty. Yeah. Like, it had, like, vegetables in it, and the color. Like, it was like, wow. And there's okay. something about it. Every time I go to Hershey Park, I want to eat the vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like, oh, I just feel unhealthy just riding the Re- the Reese's right over and over again. Uh, I need a salad, so. Um, but that was really good, and, yeah, to have that on the meal deal with no upcharge, it was, shout out. I really appreciate I just mm-hmm. was great. 
because I thought I was just going to have to eat lunch and dinner there, and then we were going to buy your snacks along the way, but got it worked out. And then after that, we wanted to let lunch settle a little bit, so this is where the best value of our fast track actually came in, is we went over to the Reese's Cup Fusion ride, and I was half expecting it to be a pretty long wait. You were prepping me on the walk. You were like, hey, this is going to be the longest wait of the day. Yeah. Like, I don't know where the merge point is. Mm -hmm. We get in there. The merge point is the station. So, when we find that out, we rode this thing like four times. <laughs> like, like, we came back later in the day, and the person uh, at the entrance was like, you're back. You guys love this ride. And we're like, yes, we do. <laughs> I do love that ride. Um, I was very surprised by this ride. And I would even say it was my favorite dark ride of the trip. I think I would say that. We rode quite a few. I, I don't want to think on it, but it was mm -hmm. spectacular. Yes. I love a Sally dark shooting ride. Yeah. I think they're incredible. And this new era of Sally is like, they still have the animatronics and like the physical sets, but then they also integrate the screens and that was done very well. Like they had a, one of my favorite things was, I love Reese's, I love seasonal Reese's and they have a room where it's like, you have the Halloween and the Christmas Reese's, and that's like themed to that. And you can smell like the mint and that sort of thing. But I also love that they had this mint character that you were shooting at, who was like the bad guy, but he was like this kind of newly IP inside of Reese's, which was um, very fun to me. I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. That like and like the villain is like not a chocolate guy; it's the mint guy. <laughs> it's just it's just creative, and uh, that's why we wrote it like four times. It was great. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a it was a walk on every time mm -hmm. uh, with with our with our wristband and and the wait was well over an hour all day. Mm -hmm. So if you like dark rides and this is like your only visit to Hershey in a couple years, I know the hundred and twenty dollars per person is tough, but I I thought just for that experience even was was worth it. Good ride, good job, Sally. We love you. And then after that, we had to hit the other part of the coasters. So, uh, Candemonium. I was anticipating a big wait there. This is one where the wristband didn't matter. but uh, We walked on. We walked on. Um, later in the day, once people kind of get into the park, you go back up to the front. And um, it's, yeah, it's like no wait. So, we got a back row ride. And I was surprised by this ride. I think this is one of my new favorite hyper coasters. Um, I, I think I'd put it slightly under Goliath at Six Flags Over Georgia, and then I think I'm looking at number two, Candemonium. Um, Butter Smooth, I loved. Um, there's good airtime on it. And then the second half of the ride, um, with the helix coming off and then the like completely sideways drop into like the plaza, was very cool. Like, I think B&M realized like, this is kind of a signature coaster, it's going to be the signature coaster of the park, and it's like the, the entrance. And I think they they should be really proud of what they've done. It's wonderful. Yeah. It is so fun. It is relaxing and thrilling at the same time. It's the most rewritable ride I think I've ever been on. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's I'm a sucker also for anything um, with a plaza view. Yeah. I just think it's, it's just so... You were, like, waving or cheering at somebody every time. Yeah, well, you, you wave. Like, it's so fun. And then, like, yeah. the pictures of it. Because mm. it's just, it's so interactive. It's so right there. Yeah. I, 
I mean, this is Worlds of Fun because like like Mamba, like Mamba I love it, yeah. that part where Mamba where it goes over the plaza and like, like it's just so. Mom and the family are all waving. And yeah, it's like, very it's sweet. Sweet, yeah. and I think that's the thing. Like it's like it takes it back that Hershey is like a family park, and it's like I don't know. There's something. There's a reason it's the sweetest place on earth, Brittany. Oh my gosh, the Hershey Kiss Fountain mm. is so yeah. cool. Yeah, it's great it's just and then like it's like a brown track with the silver beams yep the hershey brown or whatever you call it yeah it's, and then it's like the the wrappers or the ceiling mm-hmm. it's so good it, it is the beginning of hershey park really leaning into their ip do and, it and they need to do it the whole thing needs <laughs> to be go lean in lean into lean it. in um yeah i i think it's a perfect was well, a perfect addition even yes yeah it's it, Fantastic. It's perfect fit for the park. People people were kind of like, why would they put in a second hyper coaster and you ride it and compare it to Sky Rush and you're like, mm, oh, nope, no, this is what this is what the the Hershey Park people need. It's delightful. It's smooth. Everyone in your family is gonna want to ride it. Everyone's gonna have an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yep. Um, yeah. A plus ride from Hershey there. And then uh, I don't think it's gonna get a scary reputation like Skyrush either. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think Skyrush and people are like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, woo, this will. N- I don't think Cannabonium will ever get that. No. It will get that it's tall, but I could see a lot of people being like, "That's their but one of their so first fun. big kid roller coasters." Yeah. Yeah, that that's the kind of coaster you put a kid on. They're like, "Oh wait, roller coasters?" Yes. Like, I'm an enthusiast now. Absolutely, <laughs> because it's big and gentle mm-hmm. and fun. Yeah. Man, it's rewritable. Yep. So after that, we had a, a whole another strip of the park to hit with the hollow, and I love the hollow. Yeah. So we went on that that kind of back route over to where you get really good views of Sky Rush. Uh, I think that's a must of the park. Yes. Like, don't take the main route. There's if, like a little maybe my favorite part of the park. I think it's technically a God, like a disability. Just it's like an it's almost an ADA route. Mm-hmm. Um, so take that AG8 route because it's beautiful. There's a little lake. I didn't even realize that Skyrush was on like a pond until I walked it. I was like, oh my god, it's cool. So we took some cool pictures down there. Uh, but I think it's a must do. And then we went over to Skyrush, which was probably your least anticipated. Wait, how would you describe this? I knew from all of like, even like when we played like data games back yeah. in the day on Instagram, that Skyrush always ranked as the most controversial yeah. roller coaster love or hate love or hate and i was anxious because i i am i enjoy roller coasters but i am susceptible to like motion sickness or like tweaking my back mm-hmm. if it's really really rough or like or i just i get nauseous like i do like yeah. i'm i like it happens and so when whenever you have something that's so polarizing i'm always like is this gonna ruin my day yeah and i i mean like do i wish i was i didn't have that sure but it's it is what it is and i was like okay well i want to know because i want to know how i feel about it yeah but also here goes the roll of the dice like is is my day about to be over yeah and so we did it yes and i was very careful too i was like all right let's go for the middle of the train i'm gonna put you in the middle i'll sit on the wing where it might be a little bit rougher and um yeah, how did you feel about it? I thought for such a polarizing ride, I was gonna have a strong opinion. Yeah, I do not. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I did too. I did not think it was like exceptional, one of the best. Like I didn't feel like that. 
But I, I did not have a headache, and it was intense. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I just, I expected to get off feeling one way or the other. Instead, I got off feeling like I survived, yeah. and I didn't hurt. So I was like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right. And like, I would say, too, like everybody calls it thigh crash. Um, I had none of that. I didn't either. I got some thighs. Yeah. Like, you, you and I. Tree trunks for legs. We will um, have bottom heavy children. Yeah, maybe that's why we liked it because like we have we have a little bit of quad cushioning there or thigh cushioning, um, so that was pretty nice. Um, yeah, I don't I don't get the thigh crush talk. I thought it's I even I would say it's comfortable. I did feel the bucking motion. Yes, which I know like I bet everybody listening is like, of course you felt bucking, but like for me as somebody who doesn't know, yeah, I felt it without feeling. Um, sick yeah and there was like maverick ish bucking there for a little bit which i appreciated um i i left uh thinking more positively about the ride but i also i ride it and i have no desire to re-ride Mm-mm. one is good for me it's good I, I would consider it a great ride but nah i, I don't need to especially do since we did it back to back to candemonium yeah like candemonium like you immediately want to get back on yes that one, it's like, all right. Skyrush, to me, does not have any of that. Mm-mm. So, um, our fast tracks worked well there. Um, got to cut a lot of the line. Um, same with Comet. Got us uh, through a lot of the weight. Um, and Comet was the wooden roller coaster there. Um, I think, by far, is the best wooden coaster there now. In yeah. its current state. Yeah. Um, Fun. Yeah. Pretty smooth. Um, we got a front seat ride in it mm-hmm. and a uh, pretty ride too. Mm-hmm. And then we went back up to, it was snack time. It was gluten-free paradise. So we had to try a new gluten-free snack. Ever oh. since I smelled that on Jolly Rancher, I had been craving a Jolly Rancher and they had this Jolly Rancher sorbet and I was like, like man, a... green apple. I just want it. Like, ah. Out of this like uh, <sighs> food truck across from the ride, which mm-hmm. by the way. Good job, Hershey Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got the sampler there, which had four flavors. What were they? Cherry, grape, blue raspberry, and green apple. And it is a punch to the teeth of sour. <laughs> and I enjoy sour things. You do not. Yeah, I took a bite of each, and I was like, yeah, I don't need this. And, <laughs> and it, it was too much, and I probably wouldn't do it again. But I, it, I did want a bite. It was so refresh for july afternoon mm-hmm. smelling green apple at hershey park it fit it yeah. fit that area and it fit the moment but oh but the best is yet to come best is so yet to come we can just fast forward that because we got zoo america on deck yes so Ooh. uh before we go over to zoo america we ride the mine train and oh, it's, that's right we did it's pretty forgettable yes i, I literally <laughs> I mean, just did i yeah. just forgot <laughs> i mean it's it's good but like it's not like one of the best mine trains or anything um and then we were kind of waiting to meet up with Airtime Ryan, so we were like, oh, let's kill some time. He's There was like a breakdown or something on um, Candemonium, and his phone was in his locker, so like, oh, let's go into Zoo America. Um, probably the biggest waste of time. <laughs> yeah. um, we went in the middle of the heat of like the afternoon, and there were like, there was only like three animals out, it felt like. Well, and like, the elk were cool. They're they're big. They're yeah. beautiful. But the other animals are deer. Yeah, like porcupines that are asleep. 
Oh, they're so cute. Which I, I, there was I a realize. Bear. Yeah. And I realize that's probably a morning activity if you really want to see animals. I just want to recommend it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's something that... Actually, when I look at this park and how big it is and how much it offers, it has this great amusement park and then this half-assed zoo mm-hmm. and then, like, a water park that's, like, the capacity doesn't meet what it offers. And I would actually like to see Hershey Park get into separate gates and, like, have a separate water park and maybe a separate zoo. Hmm. I think that... If they're trying to really pull in the resort aspect of it, I think I think that's something they should look at. Um, but yeah, we went to Zoo America, and we started walking back up to the front of the park. And then we saw advertised on a sign. Oh, well, we went by Make and Whoopi, and I, I'd seen that in videos. Oh. And I was like, oh, it's the place. Like, I just think it's such a unique stand. I love the name. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is I've never had a Whoopi pie before, but I just was like, I was just excited to see it. I thought it was something, like, really unique to Hershey Park. Not advertised on their website. Not advertised that I've seen in videos. Not on the app. Read the sign. Gluten-free Whoopi pie. Oh, shit. And I'm like, hey, I... I, I know we just had sorbet, but this is, we get it. The guy there, so knowledgeable, knows yeah. what flavors, so kind. Not once on this trip from a park employee did I get an eye roll or exasperated about gluten-free stuff. People were super kind this entire trip, so thanks everybody. Which you would have thought, because this was like an older white dude in his like 60s or 70s, that well, he would have been well, like. And just like past experience. Like yeah. I, I've gotten a lot of people who are like. I don't know, or uh, or so put out, and so yeah. it's it, I, I when someone's so like accommodating and kind, it's just like, oh, thanks, like thanks for not making me feel guilty or high needs or whatever. Anyways, this whoopie pie, <laughs> this should be its own segment. It should. This whoopie pie. Whoopie pies, my pretty. It's <laughs> delicious. I. One thing I really, really miss ever since going gluten-free is an ice cream sandwich. Mm. I had an ice cream sandwich in a couple years, and you just, oh, this is the closest thing I've ever gotten to it. It was delicious. It was perfect. And it comes in saran wrap, so you don't have to eat all of it. You can wrap it all up and take it home, which is what we mm. did. Yeah. And it still tasted great later. Worth it. It's a, the snack that gives back. <laughs> Making whoopee. Yeah. I highly recommend making whoopee. <laughs> As we all do. <laughs> and that was like, uh, would you say that's your new favorite theme park stand? Uh, yeah, it has snack? finally, it has beat out Holiday World gluten-free funnel cake. I love the Holiday gluten-free funnel cake. But I've thought about this. Yeah. And so for my very niche gluten-free theme park fans. Which you have them. Me and Airtime Mike. <laughs> but, uh. I think the fact that you don't have to finish the whoopie pie and you can wrap it up and take it home and eat it later, I think that's what puts it ahead of a funnel cake, which funnel cake is very much like a time bomb. Like It's like you've got to eat it now, and then if you don't eat it now, it will just be soggy mess. Which is the weirdest thing. Like A lot of people leave amusement parks with funnel cakes. I don't get it. Well, I mean, I think if you're leaving, carrying it, and eating it, like that makes sense. Like That is what I wanted to do. I wanted to do 12 theme parks in 11 days because I wanted that funnel cake yeah. but it is what it is i understand that it's like a it's just i think what's that word 
can't think of the word, but the fact that you can take the whoopie pie home puts yeah. it ahead of funnel cake. Like, I think you, you were like joking. I felt like you were joking at the time that you wanted another one for later. No, I was serious. Yeah. And I realized that afterwards. Like, oh, we should have got another one. Yeah. I, I 100% meant it. Yeah. It was delicious. Yeah, I was really excited for you. <laughs> and I will say, I, I bit into it. Also good. So, um, if you're even looking for a just regular ass whoopie pie, uh, they're all, they're obviously going to be delicious too. Mm-hmm. Which they have that. I think anything. I think like the things that are like pudding. Again, this is just be its own segment. But <laughs> <laughs> when you have a park that has a stand that is willing to cook something gluten free and it's not out of a bag. Mm-hmm. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I get, I, I'm, yeah. you know, a lot of times I'm just hungry, so it's like this is what it is. But a lot of times, like you go somewhere and it's like Udi's cookies that are sealed and right. they just bought. So to have something like freshly made, by safely by a park is it's part of what makes it like the gluten free funnel cake at Holiday World. Like it's so special because like it's made there. Like you yeah. can't get it anywhere else. I can't get a gluten free whoopie pie freshly at- made. At, at the grocery store. At the grocery store. At other parks. At a state yeah. fair. Like mm-hmm. that's not gonna happen. Right. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So. All thanks right. for listening to Gluten Free Food. This could be uh, the Whoopie Pie review, uh, is what we'll name the yeah. episode. <laughs> that's fine. We can just we can just try it. It can be a bonus episode. Excellent. So after we made Whoopie, we went over to <laughs> visit Airtime Ryan, and uh, got a couple more ride. We got one more ride in on uh, Candemonium, which was great. Mm-hmm. He's super nice. Yeah. Shout out to Airtime Ryan. Uh, it was great meeting you and your girlfriend. And um, gosh, we'll have to, have to do it again sometime. That was great. Um, I also completely understand why Airtime Ryan goes to Hershey Park and basically just lives on Candemonium. Yes. <laughs> it's so fun. And that was my home park. I think that's that would be a, a weekend activity every, every, every weekend at 3 o'clock or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. And then um, after that, we made our way back to Chocolate Town to give another chance to the chocolate tours. We did not have to rush anywhere. And um, what a great ride. It's amazing how three simple things make the world go round. A little sugar and cacao. And I don't know the next part. I'm trying to find the lyrics. I'm going to watch the Dark Ride videos to get it, but the lyrics, missing. If you have them, send them to Coaster Bro or Coaster Cuzzy so I can sing it. Yes. Because it's catchy. You've been singing it nonstop. All over the world. All over the world. <laughs> what a great ride. And, you know. authenticity. Like, it's just, we're really packing it in there. It's yeah. a delight. I think Hershey's really figuring out the resort thing. With, with Chocolate World, that free dark ride, and they have a bunch of additional experiences you can buy that we opted out of. Um, and you add, like, the Chocolatier, and you add... The shopping available there in in park as well as out of the park with two shops. Lean into the theme. Yep. Lean into candy. People want it. Mm-hmm. You cannot over lean into candy here. You can't. You can't. Yep. You just go for it. But yeah, I, I would say you have two. Would you call them world class? It's like just below maybe world class dark rides, but when you're looking at a regional park. These are like two of the best dark rides in a regional park. Oh yeah. Does that make sense? Sure. And I, this is, I want to see more dark rides at Hershey Park. To be honest. I think anything that leans into family and anything that leans into their theming, 
I think that's what pulls it together as a park. But I also think if you want to be competitive with Disney, that's it. That's what they do. Yeah. Theming and family. They've got good service. They've got a lot going for them. I just think like that's... There's just one th- missing piece. Th- there's a reason why like you, like you Disney thoughts like get invoked. But there is such... Um, there are like starch contrasts too. Like where you're just mm-hmm. like, mm, stark contrasts. Where you're yeah. like, uh... If this was here, it would be like this. But how many regional parks do you go to where you're like, wait a minute, this is Disney-ish. Yeah. And that's really cool. Like, they're on the right track. They're not there's, there yet. There's parts of it that are. They're so close. Yeah. I hope they get it. I it would so be too. so cool. I just, they're just, they're so close. Yeah. That, and that's the thing about Hershey Park is, and very, they're not particularly the best at anything. But they're so close in so many factors. In the resort, in the thrills, in their theming and IP. Like, they're just so close. Mm-hmm. And uh, I... I'm cheering for them. Yeah. So I'm excited to see, like, in the next 10 years, what will Hershey Park look like. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting. All right. And then we made our uh, 1.2 mile walk back <laughs> with more merchandise. 1.25 to 1.28. And that's not starting at the gate. That's starting at when we've left Chocolate Town. Yeah. And kind of sidewalk. getting into the resort. So I just, I just, every time you've told this now, it's gotten to a different length. And yeah. No, no, we're doing just over two and a half miles. <laughs> and getting to and from the park. Yeah, it's fine. It was oh. worth it. Let me tell you, yeah. after eating the way we ate, like you're like, thank God we're walking. Yep. So we put in a little carry-out order for Mandy Brothers. Yeah, that reminds me. And um, <laughs> it was kind of interesting because the Airbnb we're at, they're closed, they're closed on Mondays, the restaurant is. So we just took our for Mandy Brothers, uh, and it has like a patio. And we just ate on the patio. I don't know if it was allowed, but uh, it made for a really, really uh, fun dinner. That's it for part one of the Pennsylvania road trip. Got my favorite park coming up next, Knoebels, as well as six other parks. Del Grosso, Lakemont, Idlewild, Waldemere, Kennywood, and the Columbus Zoo. Part two drops August 2nd. See you there.